and you're listening to my favorite talk show, the weekly show with Aditya. this beautiful Wednesday morning. This is episode 426 from the 6th of October 2021. After all the euphoria of Monday evening's episode, we are back on regular timings. So let's begin. Did you know that this Monday evening at 11 p.m. there was a pseudo-media global outage which means your supposed favorite pseudo-networking sites that is Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all, not Twitter, but a certain company's websites went kaput. There was a global outage. So when I was trying to send a message on one of these applications, it wasn't working. There was a disconnect between the network and means I was not basically able to connect as far as the applications are concerned. And since it was 11 a.m., it didn't bother me much. Okay, it's 11 a.m. Why do I need to bother about connections? But it should happen frequently. That's what my understanding is. So if once in a while you're not able to send a message on such applications, it's fine. And the irony is that the executives of these companies use another company to send a message that there was a global pseudo media global outage okay it happens instagram and facebook and what happened all that that's part and parcel of the game acceptable but is that shocking no a few hours away from such websites will not be the end of the world it's not shocking. What is shocking is this. The euphoria around the 2021 Hockey Olympics tournament notwithstanding in which the Indian team won a bronze medal and the women's team came fourth. All the debate around it was, was farcial. I wasn't impressed by all that was happening. Okay, so they came fourth. So, which means 
all the achievements before this should not be counted why why should not the achievements what the indian team has done before they reach this particular tournament why should all that not be counted why do we take such things in a manner that oh wow after 41 years we got a bronze medal fine we did let's not get to carried away by such things yes we won a bronze medal but as a team we have done well as far as other tournaments are concerned so it doesn't impress me that we were euphoric over such a win the conversation around it was farcical it will always remain farcical and that's the way things are but what is even more interesting in this context is that two hockey players retired a month after the events of that particular tournament rupinder pal singh and berendra lakhar retired and another player in sv sunil opts out of the national camp for future tournaments whether they did well in the olympics or not i don't understand why there was no conversation around this particular decision because the message is if you are 30 plus retire or you will be forced out or we will think that you are not good enough and a cliches cliched message that we are giving opportunities to youngsters so is 30 old that's the message that a 30 plus player cannot perform anymore they don't have the pedigree to go ahead and continue two years remain for the major world cup and a couple of other tournaments in commonwealth and asia cup and yet they retire which means there are a couple of other players who were around 28 29 at best they were two years in the team before they'll be told to retire there was no conversation no farewell nothing just a small message in form of a pseudo media message that yes i have enjoyed my time with the team but it's time to go give chance to younger players how many time have we heard of such statements giving chance to younger players how many times have we heard this had this happened in any other sport especially the sport which is fanatically followed had a 30 31 year old resigned retired not resigned but retired even if that player was important or not important we would have questioned that players loyalty towards the team but are you not loyal don't you want to contribute to the win it would have become a huge deal but not here it didn't become a huge deal and it just quietly went away on the other hand when there was so much hype about a certain captain who announced their resignation it became front page news the first page of a newspaper when this particular player decided to quit captaincy after two tournaments that is both 
the domestic and the international tournament it became front page news every pseudo critic former player was giving their opinion on pseudo media that's the attitude that's the difference between the two sports so much that the hockey india organization doesn't think it prudent to revive the hockey india league which went on for 5 years gave chances to new players financial constraints and this and that and these are just excuses financial constraints are just excuses because there is no hockey tournament scheduled domestic or international for a while the hockey pro league does start but next It's year all right now they're going to do is have a national camp when does it start one doesn't know and that's what irks me in this situation everyone is carried away by what will happen as far as the indian t20 domestic competition is concerned now that the tournament is reaching towards the semi final stage or in this case the playoff stage which is interesting really interesting playoff stage three teams have qualified and then the discussion is if an xyz player doesn't perform in this tournament will it affect his performance in the national team and there are a few players who have been targeted for this particular situation that yes you are not performing in this tournament will you be able to carry forward in the world cup for the national team when you can't perform for your domestic team or whatever you may want to call it because every year the indian cricket board renews contracts there is grade a grade b i have never been understanding this situation of grade a grade b because you are trying to prove that a few players are good so they get a plus if you are not good enough you are in grade c and then of course each grade has a certain amount associated with it and also the discussion has been around the draft next year the major draft where players will be retained for one team or will be released so that other players can pick them up and and then two new teams are also being scheduled to be a part of the tournament next year which means 10 teams that makes it around if eight teams made it around 14 games in the tournament you could imagine 10 teams will make it around 16 17 games which means an additional 15 20 days added into the tournament which means it will eat up international tournaments and the indian cricket board is known for its bullying nature it has influence with the international cricket council and it will make sure that 
the 15 days which are eaten into a international schedule will be eaten into an international schedule two extra teams everyone is excited which player goes to what teams which team will retain which player and what will the draft pick up look like how will it change the landscape of this particular tournament because they call it a mega draft actually they call it a mega auction but i am not in favor of the word auction because it feels like as if players are being brought and sold and that's not in my dictionary so let's look at as a major draft which player goes into which team two new teams coming which means two new captains will the captain be indians will the captain be foreigners which means but remember in 1617 when two teams were banned because of some pseudo match fixing situation two new teams were announced which meant that a new captain was there so who will be the new captain but here as i said there is no loyalty just because these 20 25 players along with their coaches spend a few months playing with the playing with each other they are not friends they have been contracted to play they receive a certain salary and their goal is to win and that's what the entire thing is about there is no friendship because once the tournament ends a week from this friday two days later the world cup begins and these players will be off to their national teams which means all the talk about loyalty will go out of the window and then something very interesting has happened as you all know that a certain indian player was picked up as a mentor or a strategic consultant for the team to help the team do well in the international world cup every team is following suit for example and it's not surprising sri lanka has picked up a certain mahila jayawardene as their strategic consultant slash mentor slash overall consultant whatever terminology you may want to use australia if they do by design and default they might go with a certain wiki ponting south africa has gone with a jp dumini the only thing is the indian teams lo the person picked up by the indian team for that same role has been called a mentor by the other teams they are being called strategic consultants not much of a difference here the discussion was how will the coming of this player affect the equation between the coach and the captain and the strategic consultant slash mentor and how will players who are such big names in their own right they lead their own domestic teams how will their relationship work two huge names do they have ego clashes of course just because you play for the same team and just because you pretend that you have some patriotic fervor towards playing for the same team and just because you have you play to win 
there will be ego clashes though i have been part of teams and there are no ego clashes because who is who is the captain of the specific team that's a revolving door x is the captain tomorrow y is the captain day after z is the captain you can go from a to d throughout and will this tournament effect who will be the next captain there are a few contenders which is not my problem i don't mind if it's let's get into specific who could be the next captain after the current captain resigns from the 20 over captaincy they are looking at a captain who has won five championships five time champion though he didn't do it on his own but it's all about the captain all the time so it could be rohit sharma and there are a few other players in the current keeper in rishabh pant who is leading the delhi team there's rahul who is leading the punjab team he is also a keeper so three people are in contention how will the selectors choose which player has the pedigree to lead the difference is pant is young at 24 rahul is semi young at 29 rohit is in that era where at best under pressure he's got 4 5 years because he is 34 and a half so that's how they will be well the domestic results affect the international captaincy it has it always has but things like these remain to be seen but while this tournament goes on and we can have multiple discussions on this who should be the captain which team will win the domestic world cup which team will win the global world cup you don't know i don't know we can all make predictions though i think the format of this 20 over world cup could have been tweaked to have the round robin format where each team plays everyone instead of a group based format at least if there are 11 teams each team gets at least 10 chances which makes it around maximum 20 points i would prefer if it was a round robin format like it was for the 50 over world cup which worked which favored a few teams despite losing they made their way into the semi finals of course this is also to ensure that there is parity i think the round robin format has more parity than the group based format because in the group based format if you lose your matches you're out in the round robin format if there are nine games if there are 10 teams and there are nine games you lose four you can still have a chance of winning the next five and having some impact with net run rate and points and other things so if there are four teams in a group and one team loses all three they're out in the round robin format it could be 0 to 3 you can win the next six and you could still have 12 points or 18 points if it's two points per game or three points per game and still have an impact on the tournament and things could be decided by something as mundane as net run rate but unlike this there is the south in asian football championship which was once again given 
a small space at the corner of the newspaper. There was no discussion, no first page, and everyone went ballistic when Bangladesh, at the 74 minute, equalized. So, with one all, India has one point. Bangladesh has three points because they beat Sri Lanka in an earlier match. But there is no discussion. But we are still gaga about the Champions League or different domestic tournaments which I talked about in my last episode. And it's a very interesting situation. And we have to be careful about how to handle such things. Well, enough of the... Well, that's all for today. Yes, the Rupinder Singh and the Birendra Lakra situation could have been handled better by everyone, including the governing body and everyone. Because had this happened in any other sport, every pseudo-critic, every former player would have had a hundred tweets coming in. Wow, what a decision. Wow, not a good decision before a World Cup. There could have been millions of discussions, but not in this sport. They came as quietly as they are going and this puts pressure on other players who are nearing 30, who will be 30 in the next 2 or 3 years, that if I don't do well, I will have to retire. Retirement is one way of saying you are fired, but instead of not being picked in the team, you would rather do something as acceptable as retiring because if you retire, you're going on your own terms despite the pressure. But there was enough discussion around a captaincy resignation which for me is irrelevant because captains come and go. This ends episode number 426 on the 6th of October 2021. Stay tuned for the next episode. For more awesome content, tune into the next episode of the show. And I will be back on the 8th of October 2021 with episode number 427. It's 9.15.
can subscribe to my YouTube channel and get more information on the current and further episodes.